This winter, you'd better hide under your blankie for the scariest movie of 2021. Adrian Brody is just a man who really likes having sex with fish and wants to find a podcast to listen to that satisfies his need. So what does he do? He takes to Twitter and asks three magic, horrifying words. Uh, Okay, so need podcast recommendations. Send. He didn't realize the terror that he had just summoned into his account. Okay, awesome. That's a decent amount of podcasts to listen to and a lot more notifications than I usually get. I guess I'll start listening to this Dak Shepard one. But it only got worse. Okay, it's been three days and 500 people have commented on my tweet promoting their own podcast. I'm guessing they found my tweet by typing podcast recommendations into the search tab. There's no going back now. They'll probably tire themselves out, right? He was wrong. Okay, now I have thousands of notifications and they're all people promoting their own fucking true crime podcast. I don't even like true crime. I just want a fish show. Maybe if I I delete the tweet, they'll stop. Yes, that's, that's what I'll do. I'll just fucking delete it and I'm safe. Okay, okay, delete. Oh no. They found me. I already know about those. They made a whole popular Netflix show about it. No, no! I don't want your chewy boner pills. There's no escape. The podcasters, there's too many of them. Podcast recommendations coming to a Twitter account near you. Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everyone, it's me, Justin Long. I just want to take this time to talk to you about something that's really important to me. I know that you know who I am. Everyone knows who Justin Long is, but no one can say one thing that they know me from. No one knows a single thing I've been in. I've been in a lot of shit. I don't know what the deal is. I worked really hard to be known by everyone, only for them to not be able to name a single one of my works. 
Come on, I was in Accepted, the college movie. New Girl, I know you guys have seen that. I was the love interest on that show. And then there's Alvin and the Chipmunks. I was Alvin for four movies. Alvin and the fucking Chipmunks. Why do I even need to say this? I know you took your kids to Chipwrecked. Stop lying. So, so you don't, you don't stay for the credits to find out who was the wonderful talent who played that talking chipmunk? What the hell's wrong with you? I've been in things. Seriously. Stop acting like you don't know that. Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. Justin Law is a great actor who deserves credit for the things he's done. One donation of eight minutes of your time, staying for a single end credits of a chipmunk's movie, will help you realize that Justin Long was indeed in it. And you'll be like, oh, nice. Now I know something he's been in. Please, remember Justin Long. He's honestly a great dude, and I don't understand why people don't know what he's been in. I'm Justin Long, and come on, man, you know me. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Short News Podcast. It is I. Alex Mador. This is a show that is absolutely not a secret operation to spread the liberal agenda, not until someone pays me for it to be. But, you know, anyways, what's been going on in the world? What's been going on in my life? Because that, that's more important than the world, right? I... <clears throat> I've been having dreams about about fun shit lately. Well, not even fun, just like things I hate but now seem like really fun ideas since everything became a wasteland. Like I really miss going out around the city looking for fun shit to do. It, and it's it's cold as hell out now and it's snowing, so it's not even like I can go to the park and actually enjoy anything, but but like <clears throat> like I hate the beach. And I even want to sit on the beach for a second, like, without a mask, which is, like, covering my face and not having to worry about social distancing and being in, like, a, like, a fucking pandemic situation. It, it's a dream, but it won't be accomplished unless this, um, unless this vaccine here actually works, which I really hope it does. You have, um, on Twitter... Sir Ian McKellen, the Magneto dude from X-Men and other things that I haven't watched, saying that he feels euphoric after taking the vaccine. Is he trying to say that it gets you high? Because if one of the features of the vaccine is that it gets you high, then dude, sign me up. Put me at the top of the list. Imagine the contents of the vaccine are just THC and CBD. It's just a weed vaccine and nobody knows it. Oh, I feel great after this. I feel less depressed and calmer and just, you know, I'm looking at things with a different perspective. Wow. But I don't know. I'm, 
I'm not going to be able to get it for, for a while, the vaccine. Probably not until June. So that means I get to, I get to sit back, wait and see what it does to all the old people first. Dude, I hate needles so much. Last time I got a blood test, I was so scared that I was like sitting there shaking in the waiting room. I looked like a crackhead. Because I, I tend to pass out during those tests. They're the worst. Needles really bug me. But, you know, I guess I have to get it when the time comes. I'm being told in this household I have to trust it. <clears throat> and and so, so yeah, I, I'm going to be taking it. But, yeah, um, let's get off the topic of vaccines before I piss anyone off too much. I've been using social media, specifically Instagram, a lot more than I used to. And, you know, you follow some of your family members and they have politically charged posts that are probably the worst things you can say. So I was going through Instagram stories because those are pretty cool. Snapchat needs to step up their game for real. But anyways, my cousin's on there. She called the Black Lives Matter movement a joke on her story publicly on Instagram for everyone to see. She went like, black people, your movement is a joke with an article showing that the Black Lives Matter movement wasn't invited to meet with Biden for, like, one meeting that was conducted. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't really know what to say to that. Should I just let her sit with that racism and reap the consequences later in life, or do I lay down the hammer and do what I do best? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a crossroads here. And the, and the frustrating part is she's, she's not even white. She's half white. But everyone in my family seems to forget that they aren't white and don't get to act superior to other races like she's been doing for this entire election cycle. Your candidate lost anyways. He lost bad. He lost hard. He lost for real. And it's been made official by the Electoral College. So you, you know what's a joke in my eyes? Oh, wonderful cousin of mine. Your, your denial that you're in... Like, your denial, yeah, that you've got going on over whether or not human rights are a cause to support. I don't understand people who actively fight against defending people's human rights, who, who go out of their way to make sure the people who have been beneath them for so long continue to stay beneath them. I don't really care if you think the organization behind the movement is crooked, because then say that. Say that specifically. Don't call the statement, the idea that Black Lives Matter, a joke. Because then you, you as a person, are literally publicly announcing to everyone you know that I don't care about black people. That's what you're saying. If, if you have a problem with the organization and the way they've conducted themselves, well then say that. But I, I don't even think that's what it is. I think this is another instance of my family's racism. She has on multiple occasions posted bullshit saying that systemic racism isn't real, and apparently, according to her, black people are doing this to themselves, which is probably the most angering thing you can possibly say about a whole group of people who have historically been oppressed the most in this country out of anyone. <laughs> but she's a Trump, Trump supporter through and through, all the way down to the racism, you know? Then again, not a single 
person in my family but me has interacted with black people more than more than once. I can't tell you a single one. They all have such vile things to say. I won't air that out too much because then I won't be ever like invited to Thanksgiving, but you can't get away with saying such terrible things about a race of people when you're already so privileged as is. It's just not right. Like, I didn't think we had to say this, but it seems like we do. We need to remind people that all lives don't matter until black lives matter, and that's the whole point of the movement. <clears throat> not to say that black lives matter and no other lives matter, so why do white people get so insecure when they hear about the movement? Because you'll, you'll tell them the meaning, and they're like, Oh, I know the meaning. What, you think I'm retarded? And then now you can say, first off, you can't use that word, Dad. Second, <laughs> it's either you don't know the meaning of the movement or you don't like the idea of black people having the same or, God forbid, more of anything than you. Your power over others is being threatened by the idea of equality. And that's just sad that it comes down to rich whites not wanting to share. Because that's what a lot of the country's problems are from. Rich whites that don't want to share. Look at Jeff Bezos. He donated like, what, 100k or something to help with the pandemic and that's it. Hailed a hero by fellow rich white people, yet his net worth is more than the, the budget of a whole country and his, his company is richer and doesn't pay taxes, like any taxes. Which, these the money that they would pay in taxes if they weren't avoiding would really help pay for programs which would help other people beneath him get to, you know, just a level where they can live safely and comfortably. But, but no, you know why? Because Jeff Bezos, a rich white man, does not want to share. And we pay the price for that, not him. Not to be all Marxist or anything, but yeah, the privileged continue to stay privileged and the rest of us continue to suffer. How is that normal for anyone? And, you know, just hopefully things are set to change. Uh, if not, I'm moving to Canada, getting the fuck out of here. We don't even have lead legal weed in America. The government is going to fuck me over. At least let me be stoned at the federal level for it. God. But holy shit, this is the first time I've seen a real snowstorm in what feels like years. It's very, very, very festive. My stutter is back today. But I don't even like Christmas. You know that. I keep seeing these commercials for Vermont and for skiing. It makes me really depressed because that's kind of what I wish I were doing most right now, skiing. Then taking a trail back to the lodge, making an Irish coffee and making some s'mores. But that involves getting skis and that's expensive, and someone would have to babysit the animals, and that would just be a lot, but skiing would be so much fun, especially with the limited capacity, so the lines aren't even close to as packed as they were pre-COVID. <clears throat> I'm a mess today, my reflux and everything. Ugh. This is starting to turn into a ski Vermont travel advertisement, but Hey, if you're somehow able to just put everything aside and take a couple days to shred the mountains, I say do it. Do it for all of us who want to do it, but our wives and significant others tell us 
It's an unrealistic thing to want to do right now. Do it for us. My family used to go skiing, though. Mostly me and my dad when I was way younger. We went on this trip to Colorado once and at this resort spa, we ran into the one, the only, the Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. Yeah, that guy? You know, the, have a seat over there. Ah, what are you doing here? I love that guy. It was awesome. We were chilling in the hot tub with him and he was telling stories about all the creeps he was catching. It was the first time I ever met a celebrity. Um, so, I mean, then soon after that, he had a whole scandal, cheating scandal. And I was like, oh, that's the guy from the hot tub. Oh, word. Oh, word. But <clears throat> those skiing trips used to be a lot of fun. I really enjoyed those. It was an adventure. I got lost on the mountain one time. That was traumatic, and I still have dreams about it to this day. Even though, even though if I was just thinking rationally, I would have been able to solve the problem pretty easily. So, you know, we can go through stories and stupidity here. I got two for you. I got two for you. Let me just uh, type them in my notes so I remember. So, first story in stupidity involving the winter. We're in, me and my dad are in Utah, we're skiing, you know, it's a, it's a fun time, it's a great adventure, you know, like Utah, some of the mountains there, where was it? Is Snowbird in Utah? I think so. And it was, it was huge. It was huge. We hadn't skied this back side of the mountain yet the whole time that we had been there. We had just been doing like the front and trying to master those trails. And my dad was like, all right, let's finally try these out. We missed out on this whole side of the map. And it's like, okay, all right, yeah. So we we have like a system in place because I'm a kid and what if I get lost? With We have two, like a, one walkie-talkie each and extra sets of batteries and that's what we do and we should be good, right? Right. So we get off the lift, skiing, having a good time. It's a fun, fun trail. And I had this habit of getting ahead, like getting way ahead and just trying to ski as fast as I can because, you know, like I was a young adrenaline junkie and I didn't care about the consequences of doing that. So, you know, no big deal. You got to walk a walkie talkie, right? It's not a problem. So I, I finally look back behind me because I'm like, oh, I gotta gotta wait for my dad. He's he's slower than me. Let's see, let's see where the slow poke's at. And uh I wait like five minutes. Nobody's coming. No one's coming down. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh no, I lost my dad. And you know, I like I have really bad anxiety and I tend to not think rationally even nowadays. When, when that anxiety kicks in. So I'm like, I t I'm like freaking out. Like, oh my God, where's my dad? Where's my dad? I'm in like fourth grade, okay? Cut me some slack. Elementary school. I'm a kid. I'm like, oh. I like take my skis off and start walking up the mountain. <laughs> Instead of just taking out, you know, I have the walkie-talkie. My dad, this whole time, is on the walkie-talkie. Like, Alex, Alex, can you, like, where are you? 
Not, I hadn't even turned it on yet. I hadn't even tried that. That, that should have been the first thing on my mind. That's why we fucking had them. But I'm going up to random people on the mountain. Like, excuse me. Have you seen my dad? <laughs> They're like, dude, I don't know what your dad looks like. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Oh. And I finally just, um, maybe like 20 minutes go by of me like freaking out like oh like i thought my world was ending like i'm gonna be stuck here i'm never gonna get home i'm gonna die here or whatever and and i finally just like i'm skiing down to the to the next chairlift like crying and and my dad's just waiting down there just like what the hell where did what what happened? I'm like I thought I lost you. Oh, and he's like you you didn't you didn't check the walkie-talkie. You didn't take out the walkie-talkie at all. I'm like no. Why would I do that? Because that's what I was trying to talk to you on, Alex. And I was like, oh, oh, I was so dumb. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh. and he was like, oh, can we just like try to enjoy the the, the rest of the day, please? And I was like, okay, fine. And then let me just kind of enjoy the rest of the... Oh my god, every time I talk, Susie plays with the litter. Okay. Let's see if she stopped. Oh, no, she's not stopping. Let me just pause the recording then. Okay, like 30 minutes later. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back. Um... Little Susie had to uh, had a lot of poops to make, and she was trying to cover them up. So that's what happened there. We had to take a little break, or Rooney. But hello, where were we? We were talking about I got lost. My dad found me. We 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 had a we had a good skiing day. We did. The rest of the day was great. I was a little traumatized. I stayed closer to him for the rest of the trip. Because that, that was not something I wanted to redo. And I also, if I did get too far, I would use the walkie-talkie. And sometimes we would, we'd get on different channels while we were on, um, on the lifts. And just fuck with people. Because this was before, um, this was before everybody had smartphones and stuff. My dad had a Blackberry. But that, like, that, that it was limited with what you could do. You know? And, um... So we would change channels on the walkie-talkie and, like, fuck with people who were like, all right, I'll meet you down at this and this lodge at, at 12. And then and then, before the other person responds, we'd be like, actually, can we go to, can we go to this one at, at, um, at the top over there? And they're like, oh, oh okay. And then the, the person that it was supposed to go to was like, wait, what? I didn't, I don't want to do that. And. And just hearing them try to figure out where they're going to go. But there, there's this third party fucking with the walkie-talkie. <laughs> oh. It's evil. It was evil. I'm an evil, evil person. But I want to get on, like, the, um... <laughs> no, I can't say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I've got another story for you, if you would like, about... Another ski trip I went on with my dad. Um, this one was in Colorado. I think it was it was the year prior 
to getting lost. <laughs> and it was like February vacation because that was still a thing back then. And so, yeah, we're in Steamboat, Colorado, which is really fun. And we decided one day to uh, to go dog sledding. Which, um, you know, I had just read this this book um, in, in school fiction book called um stone fox which is about this kid who he has this dog they live in like a like a wintry weathery area and there's this dog sledding race and he only has this one dog and he trains with one dog to pull him on a sled when dude dog sledding you have like like what like eight six to eight dogs i don't know you have a whole pack to pull you because one won't do it. That's impossible. And then at the end of the book, sorry, spoiler alert, the dog fucking dies because it can't pull the fucking kid on a sled by himself for a whole race. His little heart gives out. It's really sad. And everyone in my class cried except for me because I was like, this dog isn't even real, guys. And and I knew this was going to happen. You You should have. You shouldn't have done it, man. You shouldn't have. You should have got more dogs. You fucked up. Now you have none. Now you lost, and your dog is dead. Congratulations. You fucked up, kid. Anyways, I really liked that book. I I liked that book just for because like I wanted to have a dog my whole life. I and we weren't allowed to because my mom hates animals and hates all things that are nice and happy and joyful and furry. So no dogs in our in our lives. So dog sledding was an opportunity for me to live out this cool thing from this book I just read and also, you know, just bond with some dogs. So we get there, there's like a whole introduction that you have to go through because you can't just get on the dog sled and go. You're not going to know what, what you're doing. Like, something could happen. So they're going through their rules, the things you have to keep in mind. And he's like, listen, do not play with the dogs. They're not those types of dogs. They don't play. They don't know how to do that. Do not play with the dogs. And I just kind of, like, tossed that aside. I didn't really think anything of it. I thought, oh, they're just dogs. Like, they're not, they're, they're not anything... They're not anything to be worried about. Like I, 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 those the dog sledding dogs in the in the book were really, really sweet, and they had good hearts and all that stuff. So we do the dog sledding. We get in get in the sleds and go, and it's fun, dude. It's really cool because you're going around these mountains, like up and around these mountains with this beautiful view. The sun is setting. It, it's it's so nice. I would I would suggest if if you can. Next time you're in Colorado or something, and there's not there's not a um there's not a pandemic, go dog sledding. Do it, cause cause it's it's really cool. It's a, an experience that you should have. I think, unless you 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 feel bad for the dogs, then that's understandable too. But it's amazing to see how they work in unison like that. But so so we're doing the sledding. It's fun. We get we get back to um get back to the base after like a, a couple hours, and 
you know, my dad is talking to the, the dude who's in charge of the dog sledding place. So I, I find this to be the perfect opportunity to wander off and thank the lead dog for, you know, for, for pulling us that whole way. I, I was like, I was like, oh, this little guy, like, I, I want to, I want to meet this dude and like say hello. And I didn't get close because he said not to play with them. So I was just standing in front of him. Not like, not too close either. He was on like a leash. And he had a cage, but he was like, the cage was open and he was like tied to it somehow. It was a long time ago. Anyways, I'm playing, not playing with it. I'm not playing with it. I'm just like, oh, hi, like, what are you doing? You're a good boy. All that, all that stuff that you say to a dog. And I start walking away because I'm going to go back to my, get go back to my dad and be like, oh, wow, the dog was really cool. Dog fucking attacks me. Fucking grabs my leg with it with its jaw, bites down through my snow pants, through the long underwear I'm wearing. I'm wearing like multiple layers here. Bites through all of them, and drags me into its cage to like I don't know to fucking eat me or something. It was not good. It was not good, and I was screaming, and it was traumatic. And the dog sledding dude had to come out and pull me out of there, and that dog was not nice was not nice like the dogs in the fucking, in the Stone Fox book. Do not, do not fuck with dog sledding dogs, okay? You can do the dog sledding, but they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna understand you being nice to them afterwards. They're just not. I learned that the hard way. And, and after that, I was like, I was afraid of dogs for a, for a long period of time. <laughs> even even little ones. I it took me a long time to get over that and I think even now I I'm still a little hesitant. But except for little dogs, but like if I see a big dog I'm like, "Oh fuck. Oh fuck. He's running at me really fast. I don't know if this is a good thing." Oh no. And um so yeah, that's my dog situation. I like dogs though, but but after that, yeah, I was like crying. It was a whole thing, and and I and we we just kind of went to dinner after that, <laughs> and forgot about it for a little bit. Told my mom, and she was like, "Oh my god, what the hell did you do?" So th- those are my those are my stories for today. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm trying trying to avoid the news as hard as I can. I don't really think we need to go any further in to current events because I just, I just received an email from an angry listener saying that I'm annoying. Listen, I never came into this business. I never came into this business to not be annoying. You're telling me something that I'm very aware of and also kind of encourage in myself. If I'm if I'm pissing off people like um what's let's see. If I'm pissing off people like Mark Fontaine, who on if you go to his Twitter, you'll see that most Mark Fontaines on there have Trump supporting. 
white American, red blooded American, whatever on their in their bios. So you so you know where this is coming from. You're annoyed because your guy lost. And I'm gloating about it. And I understand your your anger. I do. So to Mark Mark Fontaine, I want to give you a big, big apology, a virtual hug, because I hurt your feelings, obviously. And I'm sorry about that, Mark. <laughs> See, I am so annoying. That's such an asshole thing for me to say. He, he's right. He's not wrong. I, I really, I, I don't disagree with him at all. Listen, you know, when it comes down to it, nobody knows what happened to Natalie Wood on that boat. No one, no one knows for sure. So stop asking me questions about it. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. What boat? I don't even know what boat is. I don't, I, what, what? Wow, wow. Boat. Oh, a boat. <laughs> Michael, you asked me for a universal remote. So I gave you a remote that controls your universe. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, because I remember Click. I want to do a movie review of Click, so I have to watch it again, even though I've already seen it maybe like 20 times. I'm going to watch it again, because, you know, my, my review of The Grinch apparently went well. <laughs> because the, the analytics show that that's done better than any episode I've done for a while since exposing the fraternities for sexual assault. <laughs> But, like, holy shit. Okay, so, so I'll do more movie reviews. I'll do more movie reviews. I guess those are, those are fun. Because I have a different perspective where I connect it to, to what's going on in our lives now. And, you know, that, that, that's cool. That's a cool way of going about these things. And I'll do it. So Click is the next one we're reviewing. And then after that, um... I gotta pick another Christopher Walken movie. Just reviewing Walken movies. Okay, so yeah. Movie reviews will be fun. Maybe I'll do some scary ones. Some scary movies. Yeah. Hell yeah. I know somebody in this house doesn't like scary movies. But, you know, I, I used to be scared too. I used to be really scared. But we gotta we gotta include more paranormal shit in this show because i like this this show is is my brainchild so it should have injected into it more of my interests if 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 not then then i i don't know what to tell you it's the short news it's not the news it's the short news i talked about the news i talked about <laughs> talked about something for like 5 seconds there you go that's the shortest short news <laughs> So so we're going to talk about ghosts now and look at different sightings and I'm going to I'm going to show you them and talk about them and whether or not they are legit make fun of some ghost hunters uh, while we do it. So here's some cats being disturbed by a ghost. Let's let's see what's going on here. 
The following clip was filmed while my mom and I were on vacation. Uh-oh. We decided to leave our cats home alone for a few nights. For the few nights we would be gone. Why are you leaving your cats home alone? They're probably so sad. I'm sorry. We scheduled a house sitter to come by and check up on them every other morning. Oh, okay. Okay, well that's good. Whew. I thought they were home alone the whole time. I was like, Jesus. They're, they must be very independent cats. When we arrived back home, we noticed a strange change in their behavior, so we decided to review the footage. Here's what we saw. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so this cat is just standing on the bed on, on his or her hind legs like a human. Just looking around. I don't know why. Man with the glowing eyes, it looks mad creepy. It's a cat's night vision. They have that. It's so cool. He's like, what, what the fuck is that? What is that? Oh, my God. Oh, no, no. Poor cat. He, don't leave your cats home alone. Because then they get haunted by a ghost. Oh, there's another cat. Okay, the other cat's like, yo, you see that shit? Oh, the door's closing on its own. Oh. Oh, my God. Holy shit. The camera panned to the wall and stayed there until we returned. When we returned, both cats started tried darting out the front door immediately as we walked in. Something was obviously off, so I downloaded the clip and ran it through my editing software to brighten, zoom, and add sharpness. Oh, fuck. Oh, word. Oh, word. Oh. Oh. What is that? Holy fuck. Okay, so she, she, he or she brightened the image. I, it sucks that you can't like see or hear. I gotta start doing video podcasts. But anyways, that looks legit. The door opened on its own. The cat looks scared out of his fucking mind. Like you, you don't get a cat to stand up like that and stay like a statue without it being in legitimate fear of something. And the other cat coming in and being like, yo, I'm being followed by this fucking thing. And then like the, the spirit literally walks in on the Brighton footage. Oh. Oh, that's so scary. Oh. Zooming out. Zooming out. And then that, that, the dude closes the fucking door. That's evil. And then the camera pans. Holy shit. Wow. So that's like... From so that's like, wow. That was a legitimate ghost. Animals are the best indicator, in my opinion, of something being off in your house or apartment. Um, when they start, when they're looking at something, 
so intently that there must be something there that you're not seeing. You should probably, um, you should probably look into, uh, look into that, look into what that could be. You might have something, some spirits, something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Uh-uh. All right, here we go. Haunting footage of Cardboardia wreck. Cardboard cruise lines SS Queen Chloe sank in icy water. Hear the eerie images. I mean, yeah, that's cool. But what is this? Are ghosts real? Several recent encounters suggest there might be more things in heaven and earth than we can dream of. A personal trainer believes he captured a ghost on camera in this English Oh, hey. Check it out. How you doing? Something appears to be lurking in the opening of the wall at First Castle. The man thinks it's the same spirit he saw at the same place on a previous visit. Oh. Are there any spirits here at all? Are you able to show yourself, please? Trying to appear by that window, by the brick wall at the end. Oh. 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 33-year-old oh, oh. Tony Ferguson tried to debunk the second encounter by saying it was just someone else visiting the location. Until he found out on the other side of that wall is a tunnel that's nearly impossible to access. Creepy. Yo, that looks and like a zombie. This seemingly harmless family photo. It pictures a father and his two kids just a week after the dad suffered a nearly fatal heroin overdose. But look closer, just above the young boy's knee. Is that a hand? Chris Downing, the children's father, oh. who has been drug-free for four years, says he may have brought something back with him after his near-death experience. Still won't look at the picture to this day. A mom who thought she was... That's so creepy. That is so fucking creepy. Wow. <laughs> There's just a hand on his son's knee. And he doesn't know whose hand it is. Like a little hand. And he's like, fuck. He won't, and he won't even look at the picture. I, I don't know if I would either. That's what I'm scared of. Like, I'm going to be recording this podcast. And behind me, there's just going to be like... Like some some spirit like fucking with me. He's like teabagging my face and I don't even know it. Like, fuck this guy and his stupid podcast. <laughs> some Trump supporter that, that died of COVID, like haunting me now. Like, oh, this dude was making fun of me and my people. Oh, fuck this guy. Oh, I'm gonna shoot ghost jizz in his face and he won't even know it. <laughs> I really hope no kids listen to this podcast. That that would be really, really unfortunate to learn about. Just because th this is the least kid-friendly show on um, on planet Earth, I think. It's up there. It's up there. But we don't have many sponsors. Simply taking a video of her son on his bike 
was in for a surprise. Oh. She went back to look at the footage. Oh, word. In addition to her little boy, she may have captured the image of an apparition looking down on him from a nearby window. But what if that's just a dude? So, it went down at the Old Way Mansion in England, a property dating back to the 19th century. Uh. When the mom asked officials what it could be, they told her only security would have been inside that building that day. And could this be a ghost just outside the Tower of London? Watch as this otherworldly blob floats across the property before disappearing into the sky. It was caught on camera by a paranormal investigator. The Tower of London has a somewhat eerie history. In the past, it was used as a prison and place of execution. Okay, we don't need all the facts. I just want, okay, what's this baby one? The same unfortunate night that she lost her baby. She says a children's toy turned on by itself and started playing music in the middle of the night. Then came the strange knocks in the house, saw the doors swinging open. Oh, but when she oh. saw this face appear on her daughter's baby monitor, it really freaked her out. Oh, so whether or not you believe in spirits, you have to. Oh, that's so fucking scary. Okay. Well. So I don't I don't know. I wanna know, do you guys believe in ghosts or or not? Because most people I come into contact with, they, they'll say like, yeah, I had I had something, like some experience in my life that made me just like a total believer. And we all have different different versions of that. My friend, um, he he told me about this. There's this ghost that haunts my hometown of Ridgefield, Connecticut, called the White Lady, <laughs> which is funny because most most people in Ridgefield, Connecticut, are white ladies. <laughs> but the the White Lady, and um, and that is um, she like she like goes out in the middle of the street. And people think they run her over, but she's really just a ghost. They go, like, through her. I don't think she's done anything, like, anything really, really, like, scary. She just kind of shows up sometimes in different parts of town. Just to be like, sup? Sup, I'm that, I'm the white lady. Yeah. Yeah, all you, all you other phonies, you just, you just pretending. I'm the white lady. <laughs> Stunning horror footage caught from a haunted house. Most dangerous ghost sightings ever. Well, you're... Wait, what, what's the warning? What you are about to see are haunted events encountered by real people. Some may find it disturbing. Let me see if this is real. 441 demon. Where's the demon? Oh no, is this just a real haunted house? Let's see this. 
What's going on? There's a police officer. He's walking through the garage. I guess the cars fall down. Oh no, there's a ghost Rooney right there. He's like, what's up? Hey, hey. I am just... Oh. Oh, I'm just going, going about my way. That's a ghost. That is a spirit. Caught on camera. Amazing. Amazing. Where's the demon at 441? Oh. What? What? Okay, so... You're just walking through the streets. Oh, is that the one with the little the elf or gnome or something? Oh shit, that is a demon. Does that have a sword? Fucks up the camera. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to just hear me talking about these and describing them to you. So, let's just, um, I, I will watch this on my own time. But, yo, share your, share your scary stories with me and I'll put them on the show. Seriously. I, I would, I would love to hear other people's fucking crazy experiences. Because it's fun. So another thing we like to do on this show that we've been doing for at least a couple months is um, making fun of people and their public freakouts. And somebody famous had a little freakout recently. Tom Cruise, you know, the Zenith Lord of uh, Scientology. Uh, Grandmaster of all things that are holy in Scientology land. Um, yeah, he had a flip out at his, um, at the crew of the next Mission Impossible movie because they were not following COVID restrictions. And apparently he's saying like all of the things that I wish I could say at the Karens that refuse to wear the masks and don't abide by the rules. And some people are giving him shit, but I think, hey, Man, like you, you gotta, you gotta put these people in check. Yeah, good on Tom Cruise. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night, insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. If I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too, and you too. 
And you, don't you ever do it again. That's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night. In the future of this industry. So I'm sorry, I'm beyond your apologies. I have told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. We are not shutting this movie down! Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. That's it. Am I clear? Do you understand what I want? Do you understand the responsibility that you have? Because I will deal with your reason. And if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. That's it. That is it. I trust you guys to be here. Damn. Damn, imagine, imagine being the dude that getting ripped a new one in front of everybody by Tom Cruise. Holy shit. <laughs> that dude's going to wear a mask forever now, even when COVID is over. <laughs> Got to hide his face, hide from Tom. Tom's going to find him. Oh, man, that's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy because there, there's millions and millions of dollars that go into making these these movies and the production happen and when you've got covid going on it takes just like what one infection or something to shut the whole thing down so he's probably under a lot of stress he's got a lot of people pushing from all all different sides and uh and that dude wasn't doing doing his job right you know I don't know how Hollywood works. I can't pretend I do. But I do know that COVID is serious, and if you don't take it seriously, then you should have Tom Cruise yell at you. I think that should be the law. Is that, like, Tom Cruise has a direct line to to you, like, and he can FaceTime you at any time that you're not following the restrictions. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? I will fire you. Like, Tom, I don't even work for you. I'm an IT technician. Oh, don't, you don't think I can? You don't think I can? I'll do it right now. I'll call up your boss. And, and, and then you just, you wear a mask forever. That's what we need. We need Tom Cruise yelling at these Karens in Costco. You're ruining it for everyone. Like, Let me let me find some. Let me find some. Filter it by recent. Welcome back to Endless Uploads. Hey, come on. Hey, chill, 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 chill,
He just pushed this lady out of a bus, like oh, literally pushed her. The Confederacy. Oh wait, it's not a country anymore. I'm ignorant. You're supporting a country that doesn't exist anymore. Actually, honey, he fought for the Union. I come from a line of winners. Sorry, sugar. And you know what? He came from right here in Weatherford. He had the balls to move north and fight. So sorry yours didn't. I guess that's why you voted for Trump. You come from a long line of losers, don't you? Oh, what? There are these girls doing TikToks. They've got a tripod. They're in like the Walmart parking lot dancing and doing TikToks. And I think they're, the dude behind them is trying to park and they won't move. They're, they keep TikToking. Oh, they're such pieces of shit. Wow. Like, they're smiling while they do this. They're literally standing right in the parking lot. Or, or No, sorry. Right in this parking spot that this dude is trying to pull into. Shooting a whole production of a TikTok here. And it's just a stupid dance. It's not even going anywhere. Like, I... Oh, my God. I TikTok girls are just such losers. I'm sorry. Like ugh, trying to be the next Charlie D'Amelio, who by the way is famous for fucking nothing. Just a podcast where she talks to her sister about nothing for two minutes. It's fluff. It's useless. It's garbage. It's nothing. She fucking dances like okay. And all of a sudden she's like got all the sponsorships. I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. And then and then all these people just fucking doing TikToks, dancing, thinking they're dancers now and that they can just start a whole production in front of the Walmart on off of like whatever and and like no, you can't do that. You're not that you're not entitled to everything. That's why the Demilios piss me off is cuz they're like Exactly what I hate. Rich white bitches. Rich, stuck up, entitled white bitches. What? Dude was on his motorcycle and this lady hit him? I'm calling the cops right now. I am calling the cops. Realize you just assaulted me. And I could have crashed my fucking bike. What the fuck is your problem? You guys are standing in the middle of the street. I'm on a motorcycle. That's my life. That's my life. You were crossing the street? I saw three of you standing in the middle of the street. There's no crosswalk here. And I have it on video too. Please call them. 
Oh my god, this lady. You want to go to jail? For what, sir? Oh, disorderly conduct. Oh, it's that voice. Oh, what? A disorderly conduct. You can't do anything to me. I'm just a rich white lady. It's probably going to end up in just let you know. Oh, I'm really afraid. Okay. I'm so know. afraid of you guys. Give me a fucking break. So if you guys, you're gonna go back over here. If you're gonna block his way or grab on his car. You've got one or two things. You go to jail for disorderly conduct, or you can go to the mental hospital. Which one would you like? Because those are your only two options. Fuck you, Hastings. You're going down. Your 401k or your 403b consider a fucking gone because you have no retirement. Right. You get a pension. Because you're an employee of the state. Way to Same. fucking go. Same. You didn't put a dime in the stock market, you fucking loser. Okay. Just what? because you're a public employee, you... What, you is, just... what is she saying? Is, let me guess what the situation is here. She's, like, kicked out of the house because she's, like, I don't know, a gold-digging whore and probably cheated on her husband. And he's like, get out of my life, get out of my house. And she's like, no, this is my house. And the cops are telling her to leave and she won't. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's what the situation is. Deserve more than the private sector employees? Give me a fucking break. I have to deal with people that behave like this. So oh, think God, I am so sorry. The best fucking actress you've ever met, you fucker. You're going down, douchebag. Douchebag. You're going viral. Fuck. Jamie, I'm going to ask you one time to get out of the way. Or what? You're going to go to the hospital. Based on the behavior that you're exhibiting, if you're not going to think rationally and just move out of our way simply, and that's not a place that you want to go, we will take you there. Or jail. That's your second option. Or jail? Oh my god, I'm so fucking afraid of jail. Oh yes. Are you if she wasn't a white lady, she would have been shot by now. You know what I mean? Like, this is not okay. The entitlement. She's getting in the police's face, like flipping them off, and like she thinks she can do all this. You know, a lot of people don't have the privilege to be able to fight back like that. And their situations are much less of a entitlement-based thing. It's more about human rights. This is not that. Got a small penis because he's a white man, and white men have small dicks. Yeah, I'm fucking racist against white people. What? Should be racist against anybody. Oh, really? Says who? Why would you discriminate on people based on the cop? I'm against the cop. Why would you discriminate on people based on their color? That's a good answer, as even from from a from a pig. You, because you're a fuckface. She's banging on their car. Why? Why are you arresting me? By law, not by guidelines. That's right. A private place is called a public accommodation. No, why? 
We're here in business mind. trying to make a living. Yeah, okay, so we're here trying to make a living. Perfect. We're following the law so we don't got shut down. We have bills to pay. If you, you want down? your freedom stops when it affects my freedom. Where, Keep where, that in mind. Who's gonna your shut freedom. you down? Ask answer one question. Do you not, just are, you, do you, are you out of this world? Do you not see the news? You're not here that's from the, the health You're department. Watching the news. Go watch the we go by the health department laws. I'm telling you the health department that's here, my friend. He won't I take the, the documents. This guy right Oh, look at her stupid smile too. She always the, the, the smug smile where they think they're right, like, he won't take the documents, so obviously I'm right. Well, you printed some, wow, congratulations, you have a printer. You have a printer. You can print probably false shit words onto a page that you can throw in somebody's face to what? To what? To prove that you're right? Because that's the thing, that's what it comes down to. They want you to be wrong and them to be right. That's what it's all about. Here won't take her, the document. Look at her fucking horse teeth. Oh, this guy won't take the. This is from the Department of California. My friends, I'm glad you heard from him. Yes, I am. It is my business. I'm in the. I'm in the business of civil rights. Oh, did you? You don't want to wear. Yeah, you don't want to wear the mask. No problem. I just want to tell you, he he came to this country. Oh, this is why. This is why. This is what it is. She um, she doesn't want to wear the mask. And that. Oh my God. And she's making this big of a scene. Get the cops over there. These Karens need to be like put in check. Being a Karen needs to be illegal. I'm going to tweet that. All right, tweeted. Because that is what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. I'm sorry, but that's, that's what it is. Chris Christie is telling people to wear a mask. Chris Christie. Remember him? He went to the White House without one because he wanted to support his boy Donald. And then he got COVID and almost died. Yeah. So now he's, he's, on, he's on the right side of history, finally, saying wear a mask. Listen to your government people that have actually had COVID before. Listen to them. From another country. This per yes, you did. I'm fucking born here. Oh, really? What's your fucking language? Oh, well, I, I, please forgive me. How can you fucking assume I'm from another country? Because of your accent. You're racist against me. Doesn't he have an accent? Oh, yeah. You're so racist. You're so fucking. Here is what happens, friend. Here, here is what happens when people wear a mask. They lose their oxygen and they lose their ability to think rationally. She's, she's an idiot. I want to help you. I want to help you. Why? I'd help people stay open. This is the only, only money I can do here. That's right. And I want to, I want to take away your ability to, to do this. So, so I hate Karens. And just, just because the people like you that don't want to follow directions, you put directions are not a law. I want to give you money. 
I want to get, I'm here to give you money. Look, I bought three bags worth of food. I want to give you money. I'm here to help yeah, you, my yeah, friend. But the thing, the thing is that we have rules over here. No, they're not law. They're not laws. That's what I'm yeah, trying I, to tell I, you. The I, rules I, are I, wrong. I, I, I would you, would you, you would you punch I that man in the face? You think. I respect whatever you think, but you have to respect us. I'm here respect. to help you, my and friend. You, and you have to respect. I'm not a friend of you. She's not a friend of me. I'm not a friend of you. That's a good answer. That is a good answer. What's this? I'm naturally argumentative. Have you met my mom? Here. What? What? I don't. And it's the, it's just, the, it happens. It's there, it's this family, right? Beyond a reasonable doubt. How? How do you know? Yeah, exactly. Walk the fuck away because you don't know shit. You don't know shit. Yeah, exactly. You know shit. You know shit. You own this house? You own this house. Get the fuck off my property. Get the fuck off my property. I'm on, I'm on right away. Do you own this house? This is not my house. It is not. So you shut the fuck up, you little motherfucker. Do you own this house? Go get a job. I have a Go fucking a job. job. I'm babysitting for my fucking you, mom, you dumb bitch. You know what? I've got my own apartment. I've you got my own fucking house. I've got my own really? car. Yes, you're fucking stupid. You no, don't know you're shit. you're stupid. And this shit is all. They don't even much. have a fucking BB you gun. You are so full of shit. It's time funny. You want to fucking check? Oh, listen, you red-faced, white, cunt piece of shit. You go back to your fucking small little cottage with your one car because you're a single lady because your husband doesn't love you. And you go sit in there and you watch your TLC and you think about how useless you fucking are to this world. That you have to go to the other people across the street and blame them for some shit that happened to your house probably because everybody hates you. Do you want to walk through the fucking house and look, you stupid cunt? Get the fuck off my property! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! have a record either. Yeah! Your whole family has a record! You're full of shit. Oh, I'm not full of shit! You are. You don't know shit about my family. I know a lot about your family. You know what son. you think you fucking no, know. No, I know a lot about your family. You know shit. And that is your fault. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Bullshit. You know nothing not about yours. anything. It's not yours. It is oh, I wish that car ran her over. Oh, so badly. Logan and his buddy's fault. Bullshit! And Hayden! They have Hayden no reason. They have no they reason. They have slingshots. They don't allow to have that shit. They have slingshots. Bullshit. You want to walk? Come on. Who's the fuck's they're home? Friends. Let's go to the neighbor's house. Let's go to the neighbor's house right now.
get it. He's helping the government. I don't get any Help fucking us. money from the government, Help you us. idiot. You're an Help idiot. Help oh us. Do you get yes. psycho? What, do you have a full-time job? You work, too? I absolutely do. You do? Yes, I Beyond a reasonable do. doubt? Huh? Yeah, you do? Your yes. husband hasn't paid? Absolutely. You don't pay for nothing? Yes, he doesn't pay for anything. Right. Oh, so your husband's the deadbeat, not you. Is that what it is? Uh, no, that's not my husband. Wait, who, so who the fuck, fuck you! Yeah, fuck you. You don't know I don't shit. Know what you're talking about, you little Exactly. So why do you think you can speculate on my fucking family? You don't know shit. You don't know a fucking thing. And all the fucking subsidies. Don't. Subsidies? Don't. You are filling in blanks. You don't even understand. Oh, no, you are stupid. This keeps going. You don't understand. Wait. Are you seriously going to challenge me on motherhood? Really? Challenge me Really? Yeah. Do you know who's Sarah? I don't give a shit who Sarah is. I don't give a shit who he is. But I can tell you, you're perfect. You're perfect, aren't you? You're no, I'm not perfect. How about you go drink some more crack or something? Get away from me. Get I don't take crack. Get well, away fucking from me. I don't take crack. I do methamphetamine like a normal person. Xanax, no, whatever you mean. You, you must have missed your fucking you prescription you need to do. Leave my family. I need to be able to leave town. Without Logan being here when I drive away. And then I oh. come home and a w- another window is out of three. Three now. Three? And Kaden, Kaden, there are no other neighbors that are doing it. Really? The gym teacher got his shot out. Yeah. yeah. Right and down you know, the road. My eyes down down the road. Four oh, blocks away. Get some pies. Down the road. Guess what? Your son was walking out of their driveway. At 12.30 at night. Yeah, I know uh, this. Whatever. Yeah, I know this. Who oh, fucking no. cares? I don't care if he's walking but down the street. But their window gets busted out. By what? Yeah. They don't the have a fucking gun. was walking down the street at 12.30 at night, and their fucking window is busted out. I have witnessed this, bitch. Really? I, I bet you do. Let me guess. It's this neighbor right here, right? I already did. I already did. And I recorded everything you said. Yeah, is there- hey, can somebody? Oh my God, is that my ass? <laughs> is that... <laughs> who invited her? <laughs> um, that stressed me out beyond belief. That there, but that reminds me so much of my mom that it's not even funny. That energy, that that cunt bitch energy, it's just everywhere. It's so bad. Ugh. I need to um to wash my ears after that. <laughs> really, they need to make Karening illegal. They have to. There there is like they they're causing a disturbance. Russia banned from using its name, flag, and anthem at the next two Olympic Games. What? Why? What happened? They oh did they do like steroids and shit? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Whatever. Oh man. They just always want to get somebody in trouble. <laughs> just like somebody has to be in trouble for them to feel like they're powerful. It's like, just go, go home. Go back to your, whatever you're doing, your wine, your white wine and your Xanax. 
leave everyone alone. They can't keep their, they can't keep their, like, them, themselves out of anybody else's business. It's ridiculous. Okay, here's one having to do with drugs, and I think this is something I can comment on. My girlfriend cheated on me while on acid and blames the drugs. Relationship advice. She says that she didn't even think about me through the whole thing and that it just happened. However, she remembers most of what went down when I grill her on the details. She says she enjoyed it physically but wouldn't have if she hadn't been so high. She says there was no emotional connection so neither of us should be worried. What? Is it possible for her to have forgotten I existed while fucking two other people? Can acid do that? Okay, dude, you gotta get, get the fuck rid of her. You gotta just know that is not okay. Because when you do acid, you should be thinking about the person that you're dating that you love and care about. That should be mainly what you're thinking about. She didn't think about you for a second. And acid, what it does is it amplifies who you are and what you're feeling. So she realized, whether she realized it or not, that you were not important to her. And that she was going to go get fucked by two people? What the fuck? Um, yeah, no, that's not, that's not how this works. She's making up an excuse. She just doesn't care about you. I'm sorry to tell you, but somebody that will do, would do that to you and not even think about you when they're tripping on acid and then cheat on you? They're not worth it. They're not worth it. Okay, because they don't. They don't consider you a big enough part of their lives, of their life. Acid doesn't make you forget things, okay? Like, you need to... Here's somebody. As someone who's inhaled 12 UG in one sitting, I don't think there's enough LSD in the world to make someone cheat on their partner. She's the only one to blame for her choices. I can almost guarantee you acid had nothing to do with it. There you go. Yep. All these people have taken acid and they're like, yeah, you don't cheat on acid. Maybe on like, maybe on like alcohol or Xanax, you're like, like just fucking be an idiot and do some stupid shit. But on acid, you're thinking, you're thinking more than you would be thinking sober. Your brain is on overclock. So that's just even more disrespectful to you that she wasn't thinking about you. So you gotta, you gotta get out of this one, man. That's, I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. This shit is not okay. These hoes ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, well, you know what you have to do. You've gotta, you've gotta leave. Find somebody that actually remembers you exist. And, and that will respect you and care about you. I know that's easier said than done, but the next step should be abandoning this relationship for your own good, for your own self-respect. Okay? Anyways, um, I gotta go. I gotta finish some homework. But thank you very much for listening. I'll be back with more in a couple of days. This has been the Short News Podcast. I'm Alex Mador. You can follow me at Alex underscore M-A-D-O-R-E on Twitter. It's pronounced Mador. I know a lot of people don't get that right, but 
Mador. So, I will see you guys then in a couple of days. I love you, and peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen, to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash sp 56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it. <laughs>